Hello, my name's Andrew, and, uh, <laughs> you know, when they say, uh, when they, they call you in this whole thing, a voice actor, uh, I, I've used so many different titles. I've used voiceover talent, voiceover artist, voice actor, voice, no, I've never actually used voice specialist. I was about to throw that one in there just because I felt like it should go too, but one of the ones was voice actor, and so many people I have talked to have talked about the things that they get really hyped and excited about and like oh i saw these amazing cartoons i love anime i love video games i just want to be able to voice in these things that i'm that that i hold so close and deeply to myself and one of the elements of that even if you're not chasing after those different verticals which those are great those are fine verticals those have never been my goal uh per se like I would love to do those things, but up front, I'm focusing on more of the commercial and explainer side of things. Um, but those are completely fine things to go through. But everything, all of these different things require a degree of acting to them. Or at least that's what I'm learning as I kind of go along with this. It's not just reading. It's not just to using your voice in funny, cool ways and how many people have ever said, I know I have done this, of like, oh, I could do a great impression of this, or you want to hear my silly voice and things like that, and I'm rambling. I haven't even started this, but hi, my name's Andrew. I have been a voice actor for the last year, and realistically, I've just been winging it. Let's talk about that. I'm just kind of winging it. Okay, so like my, my opening dialogue of ramblings was saying, a lot of this has to do with how you act. In last episode, I talked briefly towards the end about uh, nuance and what, do, what the heck does that mean? What, does, what do all these things mean? First off, different verticals, the thing I mentioned earlier. Different verticals is just referencing the type of voiceover work you're trying to get into. Uh, I have been focusing on getting into commercial work. I've been focusing on getting into explainer work. Because uh, both kind of tapped into a different side of myself. But one I recently discovered, kind of like as a quick aside, is audio description. Which, my god, that one I want to explore a heck of a lot more. Uh, so... Your verticals that you really focus on, especially for me at the start of this, I'm finding, thanks to some uh, di different discords I'm in where I can hear experienced seasoned professionals kind of talk about the things they did for their careers or what they'd recommend to newcomers to do, uh, I have kind of clung to this idea of finding a focus and sticking with it. Like, the idea being, do I want to go a mile wide but an inch deep, like focus on all of these different verticals but not be able to gain a ton of traction in any of them? Or do I want to condense that down to saying I'm going to focus on a few things and go an inch wide, mile deep? Um, and obviously there's some balance to work through with that, but I've chosen to go inch wide, mile deep, or at least, you know, I guess two inches wide with... It's getting weird. Anyway, um, so I've been focusing on those things. I talked a bit about nuance in the last episode, and the nuance is really just where you draw. Like, so many people have said things like, uh, you get a copy or a script from a job or a potential job. You're doing an audition. 
you need to start picking apart who am I in this message? Who am I talking to in this message? And what nuance or what like emotional motivations will you hear through the whole thing? How can I match what the director or casting director, I should say, is looking for in that? Or, or really just to be myself. And this is where I get a, have gotten and still do get a little overwhelmed at all the big questions that are asked there. Um, I've received advice of like, they want to see you be yourself on this. So I started there and I tried it. I was just being myself. This, I, I'm going to do that. Um, but then once I was myself and I started submitting to auditions, like, cool, I'm doing this, I'm moving forward, I would go into workshops and uh, different meetings where it's like, be yourself. Okay, I was myself. And the feedback almost immediately felt like, yeah, that wasn't good enough. You need to be a better version of yourself. Like, yeah, be yourself, but just being yourself isn't good enough. And that's at least the narrative I started building for myself from that. Like, just use your natural speaking voice. I use my natural speaking voice. It sounded a little like you were reading. Um, could you do it this different way, like adjust it? And I'm like, well, now I'm not being myself. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm just not being natural. Uh, so this idea of acting or like, I really do. Uh, I, I So many times people are like, oh, who's the person you're talking to? Something that's super helpful is to visualize some specific person who you know in your mind and talk to that person. I've never been able to, I don't visualize like that in my normal life anyway. Uh, when my wife and I bought a house, she was like, oh, I can just see this room is going to look like this. And when we reconstruct this and I was like, I can't, I don't know what it is, but I I can't mentally imagine imagine what it's going to look like um, unless I see pictures or something. I just, I don't see things in my mind that vividly uh, that I can imagine something different. So I've, I've, my winging it when somebody's like, who's the person? You read that copy. Cool. Great. Who's the person you're focusing on in your mind? I kind of just keep in my back pocket, um... A list of people who I will just throw out there as if I'm actually visualizing them because they're just people I know like my wife is obviously going to be my first one to go to if I feel if my interpretation of this copy is like you need to be warm and heartfelt or uh, conversational I'm like well nobody I talk to more than my wife so boo, my wife I'm visualizing my wife and then they get so excited like oh great that's a great one what do you think and then it helps redirect but honestly I'm not actually visualizing my wife in that read that I'm doing. I'm looking at the words. I'm imagining what it could sound like, what they're, what part of me I want to just let out in it, I guess. I don't know. It's so hard to put into words how my process of how I actually do these things. But I don't visualize. I, I've, I don't even know how to visualize a person I'm talking to. Now, I can... I can say with certainty that I could imagine, I can't visualize a person, but I can visualize um, an intended audience, if that makes sense. If I'm reading through something and I'm saying I'm imagining my wife, what I'm really imagining isn't my wife. It is me just saying someone who I love, someone who knows me, who I know, 
someone who is close to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not visualizing a person. I'm just thinking of the things that that person represents for me. And in some reads, it's like, I'm not talking to my wife. I'm talking to an audience, like a, a classroom that I'm teaching. Okay, so how would I talk in a classroom? I'm not imagining people. I'm just, if I were a teacher presenting, what are the things? How do I think of these people? Or like, And those are the things I start getting into, which I've always kind of imagined is what people are getting at when they say, imagine a person and like visualize them in front of you. But I get so hung up with that idea of visualizing that it takes me I can't get any bearings because I'm so focused on like oh, what does that person look like in my mind how are they are they smiling what does a smile look like um are they mad at me are there and I don't I it just never clicks so this is I kind of just start thinking about like okay well I'm no longer thinking about a person. I'm thinking about what are the emotions that I feel around this person. And then I kind of focus on those and I'm, it gets too heady, I think, sometimes. So my reads at times have sounded a little forced. I know that for sure. But one of the cool things I'm exploring through different acting avenues, I've mentioned before that I went into improv for a little bit and that was so heckin' fun. And the ability to just be and express without allowing myself to feel guarded and um, like to actually just say the first thing that comes to my mind was so freeing and so fun and honestly it was like playing a game and it was so so cool uh, improv I highly recommend to anyone and don't even just take my word for it. Find any voice actor who you look up to, you respect, and most most of the people I have come across have a story of being in improv. Like, improv is such a kind of continuing string that just connects all these different voice actors who have fun with it. There are actual workshops you could pay money to go to where the entire thing is improv for voice actors like we're just going to play around in improv because you need this in order to be able to bring out different motivations different perspectives to the different reads that you're going to do it's this industry has been so much less about can you do cool things with your voice can you go really high can you go really low i don't do those things i'm not that type of character I, I get kooky, I get animated, but I'm not doing a voice. I'm just using my own instrument here, my own voice. But what a lot of reads do need right now, what a lot of the trends are showing, is grounded characters. Uh, a character that is grounded in reality and can emote and express, and that's beyond just, like, actual animation, video game character work. That's that's also part of like you listen to a commercial and there's emotional representation within that like emotional reality that's what people from what i've seen what i've heard and what i'm experiencing people want that grounded character that's i'm just talking to my buddy next door um and we're you know shooting the should i cuss on here i was gonna say shooting the shit but i feel like that's i don't know podcast rules Anyway, uh, so 
grounded characters are something I've been working and exploring, trying to get more to the heart of. And one of the new, I guess, acting techniques, styles, I don't know. I'm not from an acting background. Like, I'm not formally trained in anything. Hence, title, winging it, right? I have recently been exploring uh, a method called Meisner acting based on this guy who taught this acting style. And there, I read a book. I, I, backpedal, then walk forward. Okay, so I did this improv thing, and there is a local acting business who does acting coaching, acting, uh, like recording of visual script, or, or what is it, like their headshots, their actors will know. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> So I went to this, they had an audit program where I could just audit a class that's ongoing. It's an ongoing acting class. And I went in and audited it. It was really cool and very different. My improv troupe, I guess, that I kind of went and did improv with was just people. Like, uh, I think we had somebody who was working in retail, somebody who was working, um, in an accounting firm, somebody who was working in like business, like just any old person can walk, any person can walk into this place, start taking classes and have fun with it. Everybody can come in and they, you pay them, you jump in. It's so cool. But this other one, the, like this other acting studio I went to and played around with and audited the class. It was a very participation, participatory audit. Uh, used a lot of improv still. Improv, actually, I think I, it's safe to say was kind of the main thing that was being utilized. But the perspective of every person in there was so much different than my improv class. Because going in here, these were people who were aiming and trying to act, whether that's in local commercials or local productions or even big national things. They were trying to get into acting. And the motivations they had were so incredibly different and exhilarating and like hyped me up and that like I loved doing improv but I still didn't think of me in this industry as an actor per se um but when I went to that and I saw the fire behind people's like heart that they're pouring out into this and when I got to play with some of that and like let myself do more, be more, try more. And like, it awoke something in me where I'm like, yeah, I th I think I'm gonna try and really hit harder in this acting side of things. So I'm saving up money, hopefully in the next year, as we approach 2023, uh, I am saving up money because I want to take more, get more involved with those acting classes just because the caliber of people I was playing with in that oh, I want to see more of that. I want to try more of that. And maybe even, I don't know, go through some local productions and play a character on stage somewhere. That's future me's things to figure out. But for now, I want to play with that class. I want to go in there. And one of the things they brought up was this Meisner training or like their Meisner acting style as opposed to method actors. This Meisner thing focused on really listening to your scene partner and responding to it genuinely. And I know I'm not, I'm by no means trained in this. Like I said, I'm by no means an expert in this field. But as I'm exploring that, Meisner methodology really started to 
intrigue me. And I'm hearing about it more from other voice actors through podcasts that I listen to. Um, and it's it's one of those things. I Again, I've mentioned, if you hear something once, or like kind of one of my approaches to life, if you hear something once, uh, like, cool, you heard it. If you hear that same thing twice, okay, I need to pay attention to this a little bit more. If you hear about it three times, okay, I need to know about that then, if like that kind of frequency happens. And this is one of the things I applied to this Meisner acting. I get so many books through Libby, support your local libraries, that's what I did, I get my library books that way. And I got a book on acting, specifically the Meisner training. I won't say I recommend the book because honestly, there, the book itself is very tough to read, was very tough to read, but I wanted to understand a little bit of the Meisner thing, and this was a Meisner, like, it, it followed a class of Meisner's, and kind of just the dialogue that happened within class. It was really, really weird, but I read it out loud to myself just to, one, try and learn to animate myself more, read out loud, because that helps strengthen my voice, and also just to allow myself to listen as I'm speaking and hoping that that was my entire theory at least hoping that that would like sink it in more and there's a lot of like misogynistic things within it that just I, I didn't like so I would never recommend this book but if you are okay with reading through something that has a lot of those things um, there was definitely some problematic things this is yeah that I won't offer any excuses for at all uh, but I read through it, and it gave me a better understanding of, like, the inner workings of how to, how he platforms this, or suggested how people do this, um, do this acting style. I want to know more about that methodology, like the Meisner style of, like, using improv and allowing your true self, like, your true emotions to come out, to actually feel the things that you're doing in it. That's the type of acting I'm, like, playing around with more. So, some resources that I've been able to play around with that are free. Because, again, DIY, I'm piecing together all of this as I'm learning about it. Uh, there's an app called Clubhouse that I got. And there are so many groups on there. It was a little overwhelming at first. But as I got to know the app and how to use it more, there's a weekly scene partner thing where I can jump in. I'm assigned with a scene partner, and we go through a script that they've chosen out, and we just try and put that out more. Like, we try to act the scene with a scene partner. And the times where I felt like I was freaking killing it were the times where I was actually listening to what the partner, my partner was saying. Not just the words, but the feeling of what they have. Um, ooh, I just spittled a little. Ugh, ugh, I hate that. <laughs> um... The, the feelings that they have as they are talking to you. Like, what are they saying? And how, how am I feeling in that moment and feeding it back? That doesn't require me to visualize a dang thing because then I'm listening to the person in front of me and I'm just responding in kind. Uh, so, I'm... The entire concept of acting is still pretty foreign to me. I'm getting better at it. I'm learning... I feel I'm getting better at it, I should say. But I can't, I still struggle with allowing myself to be in the moment, if that makes sense. It all sounds so heady and weird now. Again, I didn't think of what I was going to say on this. I just start talking and we see where it goes. But I, 
I have trouble keeping myself fully in the moment where I'm responding and not thinking, right? Like, I, I don't want to think of what's happening next. I don't want to think my next line is whatever it might be. I want to respond to the person in front of me, and that actually doesn't always happen, so I've heard, in voice acting. You are responding basically like you have in this setup right now. I'm talking at my microphone, and there is nobody else around me. The modern voice acting scene leans heavily into that, and you don't have a scene partner necessarily to bounce off of. So I'm working to strengthen that if I'm in a scene that as like a conversation happening. I have to more imagine, I guess. So all this is to say, acting is weird. I was not trained in anything. I'm learning every day as I go through this, and there have been just little things that I've been able to pick up that have slowly built up getting better. And it's helped me a bit, honestly, with how I do explainers and how I do commercial, because I'm those predominantly aren't, at least the ones that I've been auditioning for, aren't, you know, one person talking to another person. They're somebody trying to just express, here's how I'm feeling about said product. Maybe it's an explainer talking through, um, I don't know, how to delete a virus off your computer. Here's follow steps one, two, three. But who, the questions become, who is the narrator in this, as the narrator, who am I to the people who would be listening to this? Am I the competent teacher? Am I the trusted coworker? Am I the uh, knowledgeable librarian? Like those things of knowing who am I and what, what are my motivations in this? What am I trying to, am I trying to comfort this person? Am I trying to be a little sassy? Am I trying to guide them confidently? Like, those different things, the more I'm getting there in, into this, the more I'm looking into those uh, kind of ways of emoting and assessing who, what do I do when I'm in real-life scenarios? How do I feel? What do I say? How do I, what's my cadence even? How, do I break up words the same way? You could probably hear through this podcast, my natural, this is me just naturally talking. There are breaks, pauses, moments for me to go, hmm, uh, and finding a way to, my real way of talking is very broken up. This is common. Like most of the people I talk to have this kind of broken up pattern to how they talk because they're thinking uh, there's a little bit that just flows right out, but there's a bit of, I need to think of what I'm going to say next. How can I do that when all the words are in front of me already? And that has taken a lot of time to try to practice, get better at, and do. And obviously, I'm not there yet. My voice, my voice uh, imprint, I guess, or like what you hear from my voice, isn't exactly what people necessarily want. I'm not that deep resonance guy or... Uh, I, I feel like I have a bit more of a nasally fry thing going on. Like, there's just, I can do sassy pretty good, um, but I don't feel sassy a lot of the time. So I'm still trying to find what is my corner of this market that my voice pattern, the way I talk, um, will work. So if you have any thoughts or suggestions based on, you can hear my voice, please let me know. I am 
again, open to all kinds of feedback, suggestions, and thoughts. Um, but yeah, acting is tough. It's weird, and I'm learning every day that I have a direction that I'm hoping to go, that I'm going to go. Let me rephrase that. Manifesting, still trying to work through this. Uh, I am going to go the route of commercial. I am going to go the route of explainer, and one day I will go the route of audio description. I'm I'm going to get to do those things. I'm going to be casting these parts, and I want to make sure that when I do, I'm fully ready, fully capable, and my voice does all the things, as well as the emotions. The emotional element, getting the hang of the emotional side of this thing, has been thrilling, exciting, and exhausting, but great, and has helped me personally. I'm rambling now. I can't exactly remember where I started in all, all this, but... It's the end of the year, end of 2022. I'm probably going to be taking a break from recording any podcasts because we're going to be traveling a lot here in December. Uh, so I will probably not record another podcast until January of 2023. So, you know, happy holidays. Happy, I, I hope you stay safe. And honestly, chances are my current audience is people who know me. Feel free to reach out. I will still be connected via social media. You can always connect with me over at my website, andrewhartmanvo.com, or you can connect with me via uh, LinkedIn, Andrew Hartman. VO? I think I have VO. Anyway, uh, connect with me. Like, I want to connect with you. And um, something I haven't done yet, but I'm going to start doing this going forward. If you like what you heard, feel free to give me a like, a, a comment, or subscribe, or five stars. I don't know. I, I don't know if this is going to help people, but I'll, I'm having fun doing it. So feel free to share this podcast around with people who you think could, I don't know, connect with this guy and do things. Uh, you can find me over at YouTube under, I think that one's under Heartblam? I am on Twitch every so often under Heartblam, and it would really mean a lot if I, I don't know, I want to just be there for people. This is, a, this is a podcast I record for me, but I do want people to get something out of this too, and I've loved the positive comments I have gotten so far. Honestly, they have meant so much more than anybody knows. Uh, the, the positive comments I have gotten, they have filled me in... Goodness, my heart is just swells at the <clears throat> at the thought of it. And oh, I'm grateful to you. Um, I, I want to support you however I can. And yeah, again, I'm rambling. <laughs> but cheers, guys. I will talk to you guys again next year. Reach out if you need anything. K-bye. Okay,